Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. Well, on Monday, we look ahead to the rest of the week for what is on the radar for investors. And to help us look into the crystal ball, we've got Matt Taylor. He is the Senior Director for FTI Consulting. Morning, Matt. How's your weekend? Morning, Ryan. Very good, thanks. Awesome. Now, let's take a look at what we have markets uh, in store for investors. And we have, of course, last Friday, a bit of a week finish. What can we expect for Monday. Well, we are off to a positive start, a modestly a positive start for Asian markets that are up and running this Monday, despite the fact that we did have some weakness uh, in the United States on Friday. And that was uh, surrounding uh, some weaker than expected uh, economic data that we got out stateside. So we had the major indices there moving lower. Investors, though, in Asia seemingly shrugging that off in the first uh, few minutes of, of trade in Asia this Monday morning. So we are seeing the likes of Australia, Japan uh, moving modestly higher uh, in early trade. But in the United States, we did have uh, retail sales data uh, released for March, pulling back at double the pace that economists had been expecting. So this perhaps suggesting that uh, there might be a bit of softness in the U.S. economy or perhaps uh, the story around inflation uh, is preventing people from going out and spending as much as they want, given that, of course, we are seeing prices on the rise. But our retail sales data for March pulling back by about 1% uh, in that month. And that was double the pace that economists were expecting, a decline of about half of 1%. So all in all, despite the fact that we did have a weak session in fr- on Friday in the United States, we did have markets gaining uh, for the week. And in fact, it was the fourth straight positive week for the Dow. It was up by about 1.2%. The S&P 500 and the NASDAQ also positive as well. That was the fourth positive week we'd seen there uh, in five uh, with the S&P 500. Uh, rising about eight tenths of one percent. Uh, the Nasdaq was the underperformer with a gain over the week of around about a third of one percent. Yeah, and Matt, there seems to be a sense of waiting and seeing as we also look forward to earnings. Last Friday, we had the big banks, JP Morgan among them. Uh, this week as well, the smaller banks alongside the larger banks. And of course, this following the fallout of SVB and signature banks, a lot of commentary and also numbers around Tesla, Netflix. Uh, what are you looking forward to when it comes to the earnings? Yeah, it's busy uh, this week when it comes to uh, the earnings picture stateside as those earnings numbers ramp up. Of course, people will be watching the commentary out of the banks given uh, what's transpired uh, over the last couple of months and the fallout from, of course, uh, those regional banking collapses uh, and also uh, what we've seen in Europe as well. But I think what investors will be watching most closely uh, in Asia, not only in Asia, but globally this week, uh, is data out of China. It's a very busy week. Uh, for China with the release of quarterly growth numbers. And there's also the possibility that we might see an interest rate cut in China as well. So uh, those GDP numbers, of course, China are the world's second biggest economy. They are very closely watched. So they'll be released on Tuesday. The expectation is that we will see growth coming in in the first quarter at about 3.8% on a year-on-year basis. That will be slightly better than the previous quarter, but still is a long way off uh, what we're kind of used to seeing out of China uh, with numbers, uh, you know, in high single digits. We'll also be getting a raft of economic indicators on Tuesday as well, including the likes of industrial output, retail sales. So these numbers will be watched very closely, uh, I guess, to gauge a sense of the health of the Chinese economy. Uh, But then there's also this expectation that we might get a rate cut to from the People's Bank of China, the PBOC, 
uh, lowering the one-year MLF rate by about 10 basis points. And, of course, then banks will follow through uh, with that as well. So it's, it all depends uh, on this GDP number. If it comes in uh, a lot stronger than expected, it may prevent the need for a rate cut. But if it does mm. come in around these uh, expectations for a number of close to 4%, quarterly numbers close to 4%, uh, then it is likely that we will see some kind of policy move out of authorities in China this week. Yeah, in some corners, there's some optimism that we could maybe see better than expected numbers or at least an improvement. And this would be off the back of last Friday's action in Singapore where we saw first quarter numbers rather soft. In fact, if you look at the GDP numbers for the first three months, it contracted 0.7%, which is starting to raise questions whether we might see a technical recession here in the first half. And alongside that, we saw the MAS also pausing for the first time after five straight tightening moves. So if you look at the central bank action across the rest of Asia, where are we sitting right now? Yeah, we've got another important meeting this week as well. Uh, this is the bank, uh, central bank in Indonesia, Bank Indonesia. It's likely going to keep interest rates unchanged uh, at five and three quarter percent given the softening that we've seen in inflation and also relatively stable moves in our currency markets in Indonesia as well. Now, of course, we know that central banks have been aggressively moving rates higher to try and bring inflation under control. But in Indonesia, inflation has moderated somewhat and was last reported at about 5%, which puts uh, it below other major economies around the world where we still have inflation, you know, in some cases running at 6 7 or even uh more than per month on a, on a yearly basis. So Bank Indonesia will be one uh, to watch uh, specifically there. It's likely to keep rates unchanged. But yeah, I think that China will really be the focus for markets and, and economy watches over the course of this week. All right, China GDP to keep an eye out for that tomorrow. Thank you so much. I'm chatting with Matt Taylor. He is the Senior Director for FTI Consulting. Matt, thank you for your time this morning. Thanks very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.